paid artists, unpaid interns. You're listening to Art Pros Podcast. What's up, guys? This is the Art Pros Podcast. This is Dio speaking, and I approve this message. Yeah. Live from Montgomery County, Baltimore. It's the Art Pros, and we have a very, very special guest with us today. We are live with Dio Live. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm hyped. Yes. I'm hyped. Very live. All right. So, what's up, guys? How you guys? How are you, how are you guys? How's your day been so far? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. What y'all been up to today? Dude, it's the fucking the the time change fucked me up. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking went to sleep last night at like. Like it was like two a.m., but then it skipped to three a.m. and then I was like, <laughs> "Oh fuck, I gotta be up at like seven. So I was like, "Fuck," but it worked out. I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> I was tired for one second, and then I wasn't tired anymore. And you made it. I'm here now. Yeah, so. dude. My girl and I got into like a hole. We started watching TikTok at like 1.30. And uh-huh. then we're, we're like, oh, it's time to go to bed. We look at our phone. It's like fucking 4 o'clock. Yep. I was like, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who are we? What are you listening to? Who's Dial Live? This is the Art, Pro, Pro, uh, Art Pros Podcast. You can find us on www.artprospodcast.com. <laughs> we are the paid dot artists on Instagram. And we are also on Patreon. So if you like this content, if you like Dio, go check out Dio Live on Spotify. We're gonna get a little bit more into it. That's just a teaser. Um, why are we actually here today? We're here for Dio. Dio, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Dio. D Y Y O. Do you, young one? Uh, I am a musical performance artist. Uh, uh, put out an album called Live or Live. People. Take it either way, but I think it's live. But if you think it's live, that's fine. But yes, it's on all streaming platforms. You should go listen to it. I think it's pretty good. Obviously, I might be biased, but I think it's uh, <laughs> I think it's it's pretty alright. You know, that's that's that art pros. That's a professional artist confidence that we're always <laughs> talking about. Um, I can definitely say it's pretty fucking live. Damn, thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. I, I listen to it. it immediately i work at i work at chump nine to five and i listen to it <laughs> as i left 50 minutes early and that 50 minutes the majority of it was listening to the album mm-hmm, front mm-hmm. to back so mm-hmm. let me just tell you how i felt as i listened to this album with my eyes closed i i'm familiar with a lot of the songs on the album already but the transformation i feel like i was listening to it in its cocoon phase i didn't know that it would become so live live mm-hmm. exclamation pointy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i i i was getting i was getting a little taste of travis scott and kanye where i get a little fella cootie vibe i was mm-hmm, getting mm-hmm. lot i know this personally that you get a lot of inspiration inspiration from some a band that i know i don't know black sabbath yes definitely you know? love some some aussie era <laughs> black sabbath for sure and so, I remember paranoid. Yeah, Woo! it's funny. Woo! I was like thinking about how uh, the a lot of the album made me feel like the intro part of Black Dog from mm-hmm. like Led Zeppelin mixed with like like with T Pain vocals. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like this is hard. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Exactly. I was trying to mix as many genres because I mean, like, just like any human being, like you're a fan of like many things. Yeah. So, like, I'm just trying to do my best to put 
all of the things that I like musically just like together in a way that's like interesting and like cool and like kind of catchy and just like just fun, you know. So let me ask you something. Yes. What so what what did you steal from? Like when you were when you were right when you're doing this album, you're like, "Oh, I'm going to take that." Um <laughs> shit. There's a lot of shit. I would have to like go through like track by track and be like, "That's where I got that from that." Uh, but a lot of the songs were kind of like uh, remakes of songs that were on People Are Scared, but definitely like com compositionally, like completely different. A lot of them and just like the way the context in which I use the lyrics are like a lot uh, very different as well. But as far as other people, there's like there's definitely some like direct quotes from like from like uh, like the doors uh, in some songs and like. Uh, like you said, like some like Kanye shit and like and stuff like that. Very like inspired by like a lot of Kanye for sure. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff. You know, they always say good artists steal you know, or bad artists steal good artists. I don't know what the fucking phrase is, but there's we a sentiment like that. <laughs> it's like you gotta you gotta get inspired by this shit, but do it in your own do it in your own like way, do it in your own fashion. Some yeah, something like that. Good artists steal, okay artists borrow. Yeah, some, some shit, shit like that. that. Yeah, yeah, some shit like that. Yeah, because you make it your own. That's part of stealing it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I steal, I steal hella shit. I steal shit from Renz all the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. He was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna be really proud of being Filipino." I was like, "Me too, bro." <laughs> 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 Woo! Mm -hmm. I'm hyped. Yeah, I'm hyped. Live. Uh, okay. Shameless plug. Uh, dude, feel free. Plug yourself the whole time. Plug, That's what you're here plug, for. Plug. God, shit, I do need to charge my phone. Yeah. Yes. Where, <laughs> where? So where can we find your album before it's, we get started? It's on literally everywhere that music is available. It's on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Tidal, Amazon Music, Google Music, if that's a thing. Google, uh, Google Play. Google Play, that's what it is. Uh, SoundCloud. If you want to buy it, it's on Bandcamp, dio.bandcamp.com. So if you want to yeah. specifically specifically put money in my pocket, <laughs> I would love that. And you can do that at uh, bandcamp.com. Done. Yeah. Shout hey. out to Bandcamp. They're an awesome company. Done. Yes. That's dope. Yeah, I did that for your last album, and I didn't feel guilty uh, putting it on a CD and putting it in my ex-girlfriend's no. car. Of, so Of course. Of yeah. course. Don't steal, don't steal from artists unless they're like, shitty yeah people. yeah and the in the case then just rob their houses it's cool if they're shitty people who would you steal from <laughs> which artists would you steal from which are which artists would i steal from yeah uh like like literally like take their things without telling them <laughs> um, maybe, yeah i don't know maybe that was a bad interview question um, terrible interview <laughs> i'll play the fifth on that one but come back to me later and i might have a answer for that anyway my neighbor's an artist. That'd be really convenient. All right. We got an episode, everybody, on how you can become a really successful con artist mm -hmm. and steal from um, rich people. Well, I don't know. Whoever you want. You know, as steal a con from artist. The, steal from the rich and give back to the poor. Yeah. Yeah. Like some sort of Robin Hood type character. Yeah. All right. Like Omar from The Wire. Omar? So we're getting started uh, here. We're getting warmed up, right? Yes. Got a good guest. Yes. You just had a, a live release party, right? Yes. It was yeah. fucking awesome. It was live? It was live, for sure, for sure. Bush Dawson fucked it up. 
Damn Cam fucked it the fuck up. Chaotic Couture was like a great host. They added like so much energy to the show. It was amazing. I was like in the back for most of it, but I was peeping. I seen it. I seen it. People were having a good time. I made uh the I helped make the drink menu and stuff like that too. Trying That's to dope. make my my day job and bring that. Just you know trying to add the whole experience to everything. Like it so was cool. For the peeps who missed it, when's the next time you're gonna make an appearance? That is that is pending. I'm trying to throw I'm trying to throw more events this year, but I'm trying to throw events that are like meaningful and like very like intentional. I don't mm-hmm. want to just throw events just to throw events like. I want I I want to do things that like impact and help other artists too. And like this this show was like my first attempt at trying to do that. And I don't want them to be like super long shows till like 2 a.m. I want if you want to go turn up after, but I want to make shows that are like like you're there to pay attention to the artist, you know, and to give the artist that that highlight. Of course, people can have a great time too, but I'm sure that they did. Yeah, yeah. It's I I appreciate that you're you're worried about people's uh, intention as viewers and like like also I appreciate that you know you didn't say it but I can feel you. you're like people need their sleep and I think more people need their <laughs> sleep, man. Well, I mean, I feel like it's just a, sometimes a turn off to like certain audiences that could be older or like people that just don't want to stay out too late or if they have other plans that they want to go to like after like you know I want I want I feel like. When you do earlier events, it, it kind of like people are more alert and like ready to pay attention and appreciate the artist instead of just being like, all right, I'm just searching for a good time, you know? Yeah. So it's you're saying it's but the not difference. knocking on yeah, not knocking on people like that. Like duh, I go to those too. Like that's like you want to have a good time. It's just like a different kind of thing. It, it's is it the difference between live and live? Yeah. Would you say? Yeah, definitely. So, so you, prior to this album, you, you know, did a lot of music that was, uh, I don't know how to put it because I'm dumb, but like the background was all made on a computer, essentially. Yeah, like more electronic production, like digital production. Yeah. And so how do you feel? uh, Well, first you want to explain what the Dio Live project is and then how do you feel about that? Yeah. So, uh, Dio Live is, uh, is, uh, the band, uh. It's like led by me as the front man. Uh, got Ob Ebo on the drums, Ahmed Cosmi on uh, the guitar, uh, Pope Loud on the bass, uh, Bachoy on the keys, and Ben Lawrenson on the saxophone. It's a six-piece. Um, yeah, it's essentially just uh, our what our first project is is just like I said, us kind of reapproaching the songs from my last album. People are scared and just trying to kind of recontextualize them and build something from scratch like based like with that idea and kind of basis in mind um started in 2018 uh uh uh, february 2018 is when we i think had our first show um so it's like two years later now that we're dropping the album and yeah we recorded it at uh peabody institute they invited us there to like use their studio and record it for free. Yeah, I was like, that's so awesome. When I got that opportunity, I was like, this is the biggest blessing ever. This is the fun, the best way that we can record this album. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, shouts out to uh, Anthony. Uh, I hope, no, <laughs> definitely not Anthony Fantana. Um, 
Anthony's, I, I don't want to mess up his last name. Satai, I think that's how to pronounce his last name. But shout out to Anthony Dusty Guts on Instagram. He hooked it up. That's we, dope, man. Yeah, yeah we we hashed it out in there. Shouts out to Martin Ballou, too, because he really, he mixed and mastered the album, and he really brought it to life. So I, I consider Martin also to be, like, part of Dial Live because that's, like, such an integral part of getting the sound to be, like, because we all have very high standards of quality. So, like, he, like, really, like, took it there. Shouts out to Martin as well as Anthony. That's super dope. I hope you suspend that, uh that expectation for this podcast oh yes oh yes for sure <laughs> definitely um <laughs> definitely got you on that one sorry right. no, i'm kidding <laughs> I, I appreciate you um so as someone who's been following your i mean i've, I've been listening to you i mean one i've known you for a while and two mm-hmm. i've been listening to your music also as a fan aside from being a friend mm-hmm. for a while and you've always had energy at every live show yes and i've seen like you know maybe a year or two ago i saw you you know in the beginnings of of working with a band and now you are with like a full a full six piece yeah and do you feel that you finally escaped this cage of like having to only have the energy that like a a speaker could put out yeah definitely definitely it's like it's an insanely different like type of energy because you when you have five other people behind you like going in as hard and just like Y'all all know that y'all are all on the same exact time and, like, mind frame. It's just, like, that just gives you, like, such a bigger boost besides just, like, you being the only person on stage and there's just, like, speakers right here and there's, like, a bunch of people, like, in front of you. Like, it's completely, completely different. Uh, I, it's It gives you, like, it definitely gives you, like, that way bigger boost. You, you don't feel as alone. You feel, like, powered up by them, even though you're the person that... It's leading it. It just gives you like the the confidence to just keep going. I got a couple passionate comments mm-hmm. about what I just heard, mm-hmm. and what I heard was the the beauty of collaboration. Yes, the yes. strength of working together in a real visceral way, doing it live as yes. you know as a metaphor. That's very powerful. Mm-hmm. And when I was listening to the music. It took me back and it took me forward. Exactly. I went to the past. I was like, damn, this is crunchy. You're talking about the mastering? Mm-hmm. I could see myself sitting there holding that big vinyl label and putting it in and the needle goes, you know, the noise it makes, mm-hmm. that really satisfying. And I felt that. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, damn, this is, I can see this being really important moving forward. Yeah. Because collaboration, not just in, in a major sense, is really important yeah. now yeah. as artists getting together uh, and just looking at i don't know this is a little bit of an aside but the gig economy people helping other people yeah. doing you know little micro micro business transactions people when people work with each other and it works out it feels good mm-hmm. it's just that simple mm-hmm. yeah that's true and yeah. it's it's exciting to see a project come together um i want i want to take a step you know a little bit to the right okay you are a so you make music yes um you you dabble in painting. I've known that for a while. Yes, I do. I do. Uh, I know you skate. Yes. So you're like clearly you're really cool, <laughs> <laughs> and you're a really cool artist. Um, 
what advice do you have for people who are not cool artists? Maybe corny <laughs> artists, maybe like corny okay. Filipino artists. Yeah, no, 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 no. To you, be cool. No. Most okay. of the, most, a, a lot of the, Fili- like, I, I fuck some Filipino, like, I went to a Catholic school, like, in, in PG County, Maryland. Like, I went to school with, like, a lot of Filipino people. Even the, uh, Mark, who's in the band, uh, Mark Pachoy. Uh, He's Filipino too. He plays the keys in our band. Shit. Martin, the guy, Ooh. Martin, the guy that mixed and mastered it. He's also Filipino as well. Shit. Yeah. So, yeah. so best believe, like I have big appreciations for my Filipino peeps. But what about the corny artists? <laughs> the corny, what, what can we do to be cooler? Artists, um, just don't try to follow trends. Try to do shit for yourself. Don't like, like you can only. Uh, I was I was talking to Mark one day, and we were thinking like you can really only go like ride a wave as far as that wave goes if that makes sense and we've talked about that exact same thing yeah if you're not a trendsetter you can only go as far as the person who's gone right exactly and that that's like if you want to be that that's cool like if you and you want that like short term like flashy shit sure but like i'm in i'm in this shit for the long run and i know the shit that i'm doing is like that like that's why i made this album with like a live band because like I know that's not everybody's palette, but I just wanted to make something that was more authentic and kind of different from what everybody else was doing. And that's the type of shit that I like. So I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And like, so do, I, you like, do you like that show called Avatar, Less Airbender? Oh, I love that show. I think about that show on the daily. That's kind of like what I see happening with mm-hmm. you and your music you know you're bending genres yeah exactly exactly it's crazy to me mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. i just see you you i remember i've known dio for a while now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i'm not just saying that because i want to be cool <laughs> but no, i remember one of the first people i met and when i came when i first came to baltimore this this dude dio was always making something he had his ipad he's making paintings on his ipad yep. he even made a bunch of songs on his ipad yeah i did, oh, yeah. I did. Be making, yeah every time dial that's come where over to so hang a out. lot of the songs from uh live started were <laughs> on my ipad and would you say that that effort you put in that that passion you had for just making something anything whatever every day all the time just to do it well do you recommend that for any beginner yeah, beginners who I are mean, listening? To be honest, like you and like Sam and Wanse, when I first met you guys, and I saw how in you too, Gage, like when I saw how y'all just were operating in your living spaces, just like making art, just like that's just what I mean. Like you guys had like school and stuff to like kind of get you to do that, but like still the way you were just like taking advantage of just the space that you were in and just making it, like it it rubbed off on me and i was like damn i just gotta use i don't need like a fucking studio space to make this shit i could just make it smoking a blunt on my back porch yeah in this fucking <laughs> shitty apartment and fucking just like put my headphones in and go in in my ipad and just like make a painting or make a sketch of a song real quick or something like that and like a lot of those songs like evolved like like years later like some of these songs like I made when I first met y'all in 2014, 2015. And like, this is like the fully actualized idea of what I was sketching like back then. So that's, that go like, that goes, that's inspiration from you guys for real. 
it that's it's it's really exciting to see uh how far like just just like in regards to the dial live project that you've come i literally remember seeing you you like started doing drawings on your ipad mm -hmm. and like i'd seen a shit ton of digital drawings before but i was like these are really exciting because they're just like something he wanted to make it's not like yeah. like something he's doing for school or something right. that he's doing for like exactly. a project and exactly. uh so that's inspiring from you thank you yeah i appreciate that and then so is this fucking album dude i mean it's so good it's like i'm not just trying to gas you up but i'm not just <laughs> trying to sell this this pod content like the album is really fucking good you guys Damn. and you should you should go listen to it because it is exciting do you are there any like musical contemporaries to to dial live do you think oh uh, yeah definitely i'm definitely not the only person that has like worked with the band like definitely like uh other baltimore contemporaries abdul ali uh bush dawson jpeg mafia like all those people like joy postel uh like miss cam and baby kahlo like all these people their uh their energy has like let me know that like when i see their energy like and like i'm like on that same tip i'm like yeah, I wanna. I I know I can't stop. I know like these people like challenge me. You know they mm. they make me want to like also go hard and be like, no, I can't let up. I gotta keep bringing more energy every time. Like trying to outdo myself every time. And uh, like Abdul Ali, he works with a live band. That's that's another one of the people that like they let me know like, oh, I can really get musicians together and really like be about that. Same with Joy Postel and like yeah, uh, Al Rogers as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shouts out by the way to all those Bobby, folks. yeah, Bobby Woody, Brandon Woody, uh, yeah, yeah. All these, no. all these people like mad respect. They yeah. all, they all put in work. Yeah, exactly, sure. exactly, exactly. Just seeing it happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Shouts out, shouts out, Abdu. Shouts out, Joy. Shouts out, Butch. Shouts mm -hmm. out, Peggy. Mm -hmm. Just seeing them really. It's the grind. Yeah, right. You do. The the thing is, have you ever seen Spider Man enter the Spider Verse? Yes, I have. I love take, that that's a great. You just that's a great take movie. the leap. Yeah, right. right. You know? True. Mm -hmm. Did they all? Did did these artists know that what would happen to them would happen before they tried? Fuck no. Nope. They not just at all. fucking had that fuck that clout, that energy behind them, and mm -hmm. said, "Fuck it. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this because I want it. I because the city, the artists in the city deserve that access. They deserve." The ability to see people like them succeeding. Facts. They Facts. need that kinetic energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which uh, yeah. everyone you named fucking has. I'm, I'm a dweeb. Uh, all my heroes were are cornballs. Was like my favorite <laughs> album. Nah, it was fucking it's, ill. It was. It was. That crazy. shit is so ill, dude. The 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 hook on "Free the Frail" is uh, like that shit is, is amazing. That shit is a classic. <laughs> that shit is such a classic. Um. Uh, I got a funny story about that one. I was listening to it, and in the middle, I was like two-thirds of the way done. I was messaging a buddy of mine in Canada, a very experimental musician. I was like, listen to this. It reminds me of um, uh, Alicia Keys, the No Scrubs. Mm -hmm. what, oh, and yeah. then that thing, that the cover of No Scrubs, Scrubs popped after, up. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm late. Uh... No, yeah, that album's dope. I love Free the that. There's like those there's three songs. songs those three songs in a row: Thought Tactics, Free the Frail, and I think it's PTSD right after. Or no, it's it's a uh, post fair post verified something lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah, those yes. three songs back to back to back are like 
some of the greatest music I've heard. It's like it's consecutively. Crazy, man. When I first heard it, I was those three tracks in a row just all blew the fuck out of my mind. That shit is so good. He's just like a. I like him because I I constantly feel like I'm getting trolled, mm-hmm. and I can respect that. <laughs> um, for for you as an artist, like how much do like your your neuroses play an effect on on uh, your art making? Uh, what uh, like what do you mean by neuroses? Well, for me, it's like uh, what 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 I think of neuroses. I I'm thinking of like how much of like my I guess perfectionist kind of mind and like tunnel vision kind of mind that's that i mean that's exactly it that's yeah so uh yeah i don't know i definitely get in modes especially when shit's like about a drop like i get in like very manic like oh i gotta get all this shit done right now modes uh and i can feel like i can like alienate like my friends and like and like my loved ones a lot when i get in those modes but I try to, as much as I can, <laughs> when I'm not in those modes, let them know how much I do appreciate them and, like, let them know that, like, you know, I'm just, like, I don't know. That's the way my brain is wired. It's just, like, when it's work time, I got to work. Yeah. And when it's not work time, I'm, like, yeah, let's go. Let's, let's whatever. Let's go. And but, that's the challenge yeah. of being an artist. Yeah. And, the, and that grind. Yeah. Can you talk to us a little bit about your perspective on time management? <laughs> Time management yeah. is is hard for me. It is hard because I mean, I don't know. I I prioritize like my I try to prioritize rest too. So like like because I know that I can't be productive if I don't rest. Yeah. Respect. Uh, and yeah. and I guess that's why I say like sometimes Respect. my social life suffers in that way. It's because I feel like it's like a triangle. It's like social life, rest, work, and it's like. You can pick two that you're like kind of on, but you can't pick all three. Like you can only be some like in certain places in the spectrum, and like I guess rest in my yeah my my social life does sometimes suffer from from it. But uh, like I said, I try to I try to make up for that in other ways. Um, but time management is I feel like I only learned time management in the past like two years. Yeah, that's the like. When I really like was like okay, these things I really can cut out and like, not, like, I can I can give this up, in in order to like pay more attention and time and energy, towards this. So like, definitely watch less TV than I do or than I used to, and just am mindful of like when I am like smoking and like what like. And, like, drinking and stuff like that. And, like, okay, now I don't need to, like, roll up right now and, like, <laughs> spend, like, these, like, 30, even if it's 30 minutes just, like, doing this. I can really take this time to go in and, like, maybe do something for, like, an hour and a half and, like, have gotten this shit done instead of just, like, just not doing it. It's hard, it's, it's hard to, like, it's, it's always easy to come up with ideas, but it's hard to execute ideas. Definitely. And I've been trying to spend more of my time executing instead of just planning. Because I feel like that's, how, that's why it took me so long to, since, because People Are Scared came out in 2017, the end of 2017. It's 2020 that I'm releasing this project now, so it's, like, over two years. Yeah. And had a lot of ideas. Like I said, started with the band in 2018. So, like, had a lot of ideas, but it was just, like, 
I was spending too much time in planning and not enough time just like executing, getting things done. And really in the past like eight months is when I really started the execution of everything and like seeing how much I've gotten done just by like really switching that mind frame has been, has done me wonders and like, <laughs> and I'm really seeing the fruits of my labor. So like, I'm happy. Um, yeah. Execution is a, is a big part of time management. Don't just put time aside to plan, put time aside to execute as well. It's tough because, like, uh, you know, we meet so many people our age who are, like, uh, incredibly gifted. There, there's something special about growing up with, with the Internet and also growing up around a bunch of different types of people where, mm-hmm. like, ideas are constantly coming into your brain hole. Um, <laughs> and I think that myself included, like, execution, 100%, the number one thing that gets left behind. Like, yeah. everyone has a great idea. There's just no execution. Mm-hmm. And then you hit fucking, you know, 26 and you need a job and uh then you don't have any time to execute because you're just trying to make sure you can get that fucking paycheck like exactly right (laughs) wouldn't it be nice to make money as an idea guy that's called a consultant everybody (laughs) fucking that would be the best being consultant it's like yeah you know i think you should move that to the left that'll be a thousand bucks thank you (laughs) (laughs) hey um 50 grand for a week advice Yeah, yeah no big deal and then that advice just consists of YouTube videos you saw once. <laughs> yep. Well, man, l- there's a lot of people that do need ideas that don't have the right ideas. Like, and a I lot see of money. That execute the wrong ideas all the time. So I feel like that's really where the account, the, the consultants' work comes in because yeah, can can't count how many like fashion like like things that it's like. Y'all really like we're in a room full of people and approve of this idea, like. And they they let you show that in yeah. New York Fashion Week right, at a right. uh, FIT. That right. was ridiculous. Right. <laughs> so like, that that's where I really think consultants' work comes in. Yeah. Um. So I'm. I definitely want. I like. Consultants. I I need a consultant. The fuck. Like yeah. I need. Like. <laughs> Like, hey, if any consultants out there, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, Dio's the talent, and you will... Dio is the bullet, and you will aim the gun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm uh, merely an uh, apparatus, and I'm, I'm just trying to... Right, right now, I'm just trying to throw my own bullet around. I need some. I need a gun. To <laughs> a raspberry gun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you do your own management? Yes, I do. It's very hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's why uh, it's part of why also it takes so long to do things the way you want to do them. Yeah, because it would be easier if I had someone like handling that side and like me kind of being like, oh, this is what I kind of want, and somebody to help me execute that what I want, and so I can just keep kind of coming up with ideas and being like, oh, how far can we take this idea? You know, or if is this idea even like logistical or like smart yeah um what is this kombucha it's coffee oh kombucha coffee it's a new strain sorry (laughs) that's that new shit (laughs) it's loud so dio um i you know a lot of artists at the same level that we are at you are at they're doing projects they maybe are done with school now or maybe they're in at a level where they feel like they're comfortable with what they want to put out, with the ideas that they want to do, and they think they can execute it. As 
as an artist who's doing many jobs at once, mm -hmm. I would say you you wear many many hats. Mm -hmm. It's hard to balance a lot of hats if you have if you have them on. Yeah. Can you do you have any good advice for anybody who wants to jump in? They they have a great project idea. They're an idea guy, mm -hmm. you know, and it takes a while to learn. You got to fall on your face a little bit yep. to understand how important management yep. is, how important the business side is, and the, you know, the people skills and the marketing mm -hmm. and the networking. Mm -hmm. Let's all right. I'm I want to do something, Daya. I'm a I'm a new artist, but I don't know what to do. Where do I start? I got a great idea, by the way. Do the idea if it if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't and you'll learn. I don't know. I'm, and I'm, it's I'm, gonna be hard because people are gonna say it sucks. I'm just scared. They're what gonna tell people, you. What if I don't get like? What if I don't get the attention that I actually want, but I'm not saying out loud that I want it? You're gonna always feel that way. It's <laughs> never gonna go away. No, so no. if that's gonna stop you, then that it might not be for you. But, but still, do it if you really want to do it. Just keep doing it. But what if my friends don't like it? Then. Get Book. new friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. but like, I mean, not doesn't mean you have to abandon your relationships, but like, get, align yourself with people who see your vision or like, you know, keep refining your vision until it's something that people do like. And, well, I mean, so my idea is pretty big and I don't know if I can do it by myself. What should I do? Just work with other people. Like what? I said, find some people. That... How do I do that? What do I, what should I do? Like, is it, is what if they don't like me? Then maybe you should go to therapy and be a better person. I don't know. If, if it's really that hard to to work with other people, then maybe it's something in yourself that you have to fix. And maybe doing that self-work and uh, self-evaluation uh, will unlock the good art that is in your brain. I think that there's a lot of artists who would be really great if they just went to therapy before they hit the studio, <laughs> like go for an hour, you know, even like once a month. Right. Um, probably help you vocalize like a lot of the shit that you've been thinking about and will help you better articulate yourself in the studio. Plus, you can skip all the shit that like you can have someone tell you like, all right, dude, that's that's a little ridiculous. Yeah, and right. then you won't make a painting about it yeah, or exactly. whatever you do. Yeah. <laughs> and your art art is therapy for a lot of people too. Mm -hmm. So that's another another mm -hmm. side of the therapy is the action of um putting it out there, mm -hmm. shitting it out, if you will. Certainly therapy for me. This album is very cathartic. Yeah. Like literally getting all of the shit that I think of out of my brain and just like hearing myself saying it. It's just like feels good. Even if though even if I'm saying some like nasty shit like and shit that no people don't want you to say like just hearing myself just like get it out of my head and it's like ugh, feels good um you have a, t a track titled see me with the hands now do you think that that's really appropriate in this coronavirus climate that we're talking <laughs> that we're in right well, now it's uh it's airborne it's not handborne so oh okay okay I so we it's... can we can touch other people's hands and shake hands yeah, you can shake people's hands sometimes. Sometimes, people. <laughs> I've been, um, I've been like trying not to shake people's hands because different people are weird about it, and mm -hmm. like, uh, I, like coronavirus is definitely just like an excuse for people to like hate on something from China. Uh huh. Uh huh. So, uh, it's it's a really weird thing. Like, you know, it's just the flu, but it affects your respiratory system. Yeah. So I won't be seeing anyone with the hands right now. Yeah.
it's not safe. Uh, so do you have any, like, for a lot of artists, okay, so we got down time management, we got down execution. A lot of artists are like, all right, I have, I have everything it takes. I just don't have the resources. Do you have any advice for, uh, in terms of resources? Like, what did you do? Well, for, I, I don't have any advice, but I can tell you what I did. All right. Hell yeah. That, work, that works. <laughs> I just used my money for my job and just like kind of sacrificed like having nice things for a little bit yes it's it's hard but it's like worth it when you do it because you get to see your idea come to life and you get to see other people appreciate it and it's beautiful but it's hard you can't eat the food that you want to eat oh no it's sophie's crepes i know right (laughs) yeah fuck i can't have uh some expensive ramen tonight can't 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 go to Clavel. Oh no, no oh, Clavel. Oh no, for a month. Oh lord. <laughs> no, no but, pork I mean, belly. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> you you save money that way, and you just use your when you think of your day job as your investor, you're just spending time with your investor. I remember it becomes the, easier a little bit. <clears throat> I remember back the before I even saw Dio perform live. I had already been listening. He, he was part of this group called Not a Collective. Yes. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. we went to Washington, D.C. And it was really exciting. I was like, wow, I'm finally going to be able to see this music. My, my friends are doing this. Awesome. Everyone's invited. Yeah, you guys had some uh, some art up in there, too. Yeah, we got invited to put art up. A bunch of people got... Actually... You made, you made the flyer. I made the, the flyer. The flyer is, is amazing. That flyer is still on my Instagram. That and shit let is me, amazing. Let me tell you all what... You might be missing if you haven't seen Dio perform live yet. And to me, this is the most profound part of the metaphor of the name Dio Live or Dio Live. You have a choice, you know, <laughs> what you want to what you wanna do. Exactly, exactly. So when I saw the live energy, it made me feel like living. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, it's totally different from it, it. Going to a live show, objectively is a different experience than sitting there in the comfort of your home with your Beats by Dre mm-hmm. or your Apple EarPods That's or whatever. A fact. Um, and that that resonates a lot with me because mm-hmm. to see something live, to do something live in real life is metaphorically, to me, escaping from the screen time hole and watching people do stuff on the internet right, right. and it's about you know it's about participation to uh-huh. me. it's about being out there it's about working with people talking with people playing in a band which i don't see much of now it's a the collaboration is more uh done by e- hey email me your beat and then you know what i mean right exactly. it's all digital yeah, it's yeah, all done sure. through the world wide web mm-hmm. everyone you know world wide web yeah for sure yeah. I definitely agree. I feel like, if anything, well, it's always been for me that my live shows definitely like that's where the energy is. Like that's where like if you can you can fuck with the music all day, but like being at the live show, that's definitely the experience that you want to experience from Dio. If you want to really experience Dio, um, the the music, the digital music that's online is just like our best recreation of that energy that we can that we can give. 
So what you're saying is basically marketing materials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's it's marketing material to come see us. Yeah, actually, like do it, like do the dial live like thing. Like, I almost consider it like a performance piece because like there are certain like marks we hit and there's certain things we do at this certain time. Like, it is a it is a performance piece. It's like an arc, like beginning, like climax, change to like to ending. Like, it's like. It's a whole thing for sure. No, um, I I don't know I, if you're. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. Um, no, this is a very interesting point that you brought up. Just like, it 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 makes you want to get up and like break that. That's that's kind of what I was trying to accomplish with this album. Is like, get up and break that like, monotony of just like being like you said in your screen time. Just like boom, boom, boom. Like I'm just here with my headphones plugged in, plugging into the internet. And, like, when you see it, that's what I want to project. Like, when you see it, you want to go there. You want to be where I'm at. And you want to see the live, like, live. Like, you don't want to... It's not detached from the all of us being present, you know? So, basically, Dio Live is the first strand-type musical act. Yeah. I mean, not the first. But, like... Maybe the first in a minute that it's like really trying to be something like that. Have you ever, uh, do you fuck with Death Stranding? Death Stranding? Yeah. It doesn't have time for video games. It's a game all about connecting people together. Hmm. And I'm seeing a lot of parallels with your end goal. I'm making a huge assumption here Mm -hmm. based off of this interview, but to me it sounds like you really want people to just hang out together and make yeah. art together. Yeah, yeah. for real. I and mean, experience. like, yeah, exactly. Experience yeah. like some real shit yeah. together. Like, I feel like the art of that is like semi lost now. Not lost, but like it's not being appreciated as much. I definitely agree. Um, I will say, going back for a second, seeing your live shows is definitely a performance like mm-hmm. it, it's very clear that you have a lot of intention with how like what you do and exactly and the movements you make on stage like you see some bands that play a really great live show because they're really great musicians, musicians but there's yeah. not intent behind like mm-hmm. what they're showing the audience and like i've always really appreciated that um from thank your you, work you. and i'm excited to see to see my first polished dial live performance oh yeah yeah, yeah. I'll be out there. I'm I'm an old man, so try and do try and do an early. early <laughs> I got set. you. I got you. Oh, um, no doubt. So, like outside of Dio Live, do you have any uh, any like long term goals in terms of bringing artists together? That's like maybe not maybe you're not working on them yet, but something that you're like, oh, this would be cool if I could somehow get this to happen. Yeah, I uh, I want to do like a like a Met Gala. Maybe I shouldn't say this on a podcast because I don't want someone to steal my idea. But oh, okay, if someone okay. does steal it, that would be good. Just invite me. Um, <laughs> uh, but I want to I want to throw an event that's like a a big event that's like kind of it's not like a performance, not like a festival, but just invite a whole bunch of artists in Baltimore and DC and just like the DMV area that like people who have been like involved in the Baltimore scene and just like um, just have like a big ass like Met Gala kind of thing where you like come and it's like you got to dress up and it's like a super you got to dress super nice and there's like a photographer there like taking pictures when you walk in like a semi red carpet kind of thing. Yeah. You go in and it's like not a show or anything like there might be a DJ playing music but like or a few DJs but it's like 
people just going and like networking and have a good time and there's food like it's going and all the Baltimore artists can just chill and just like be chilling and like not have to be like because I mean like with shows it's like it can get a little political and like mm. it's like oh this has to happen at this time and this has, but it's, if it's just like a like two to three maybe four hour event where it's like you literally just come and chill and there's drinks and food and you just like you're just chilling like that'll be cool event i want to and i want to do that because i feel like i feel like it will enrich the arts community in baltimore and it would like just like be like yeah we're having a good time we're having fun it's like no stress it's like i don't have to worry that i have to go on and 30 minutes it's like no nah, i'm just chilling eating and drinking and just chopping it up <laughs> with my peoples i uh i respect that idea a lot i think that um these days artists like feel the need to constantly politic or perform mm-hmm. because it's you know a, a huge portion of your income is going to come or like your opportunity whatever is going to come from how people are perceiving you and it's always constant perception uh for artists so i, I, I think that's really cool yeah, it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about, uh, I guess, our generation of artists need to constantly be like a a political entity? Like, I feel like, especially, especially if you're making music or if you're in a city like Baltimore specifically, everyone it, it seems like people overtly need to politic all the time. Mm-hmm. That's a deep question. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's rough, man. No, yeah. Uh... I mean, I think it's just, it speaks uh, to just, like, the immediacy of, like, society. Like, we need everything. Like, the instant gratitude or gratification or just, like, whenever even something happens, like, people are so quick to react and just put their initial reactions out there, like, <laughs> you know, like, and, and, like, I usually try to take the time to, like, take step back when things like that happen and be like uh like so in in terms of how that relates to the like politics of stuff like people people make uh just too fast of reactions to things and i like really kind of want to take my time and be intentional and like really be thought out and like always put my best foot forward so um i feel like people i'm not saying that i do that all the time but i think that People don't pay attention to that enough, and people need to do that more, especially us as artists, because we do inspire, like, I don't want to say the next generation, like, we might inspire people now, but we, we are who people look to for inspiration, so, uh, like, just, I feel like people shouldn't be so quick to react, I feel like people should take some time to think things out because it's it's i it's 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 hard to see when like people who do like post a viral reaction and like get that fame and success and stuff like that meanwhile you're trying to be authentic like i get that that's hard to see and that sometimes society like like makes those be uh what's flashy and popular and like the trend but Longevity and like uh, legacy comes from like smart shit. So just let's try to all be smart about that. Me too, me and myself included, because I'm not the smartest at that at all. Yeah. By any means. Like I still fall 
it's like every day kind of struggle trying to get over that hump. But as long as you're reminding yourself constantly, you get better at it, you know. Yeah, there's definitely you definitely touched on something that that resonates with me in that um, it is like a it's it's a toxic system to have people who are like hypersensitive and want to react as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, like we're prideful young people. Mm -hmm. So like, even if you take a step back, you're like, yep. you know, now that I've heard everything about this story, I kind of agree with the side that I criticize, but I don't want to look stupid to right. all the people who aren't gonna think like this. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a rough position to be in, especially like, especially when, even if you want nothing to do with being political, you become politicized because uh -huh. uh -huh. of identity politics. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, like you could just want That's like- a big thing. I just want to make music like well you know you're this this and this exactly. so all your music is now about what i say yeah. it's about yeah exactly and it's 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 hard being that's like why people are like don't be an artist it's not worth it because <laughs> 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 that's, that's gonna happen to you but yeah i mean it's like to, with the territory it's like just part of the understanding that you go into it i got a message for those people who say that to us what, what do you think we're birds why are you putting <laughs> us what do you think we're a bird huh frick out of my face <laughs> get the frick out of our face you could see me with the hand sanitizer yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. what you wanna yeah I'm, I'm sorry making so many puns off your album but oh, it's just no, like they're I good <laughs> they're good songs no it is it's, it's memorable it really is it 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 has a viscera to it it's visceral thank you because I, yeah i i really appreciate that yeah, by nature it's it's just so clear like when a when a band puts out a live album live album is intent they want you to listen to what they sound like what you're there mm -hmm. you're with these artists mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know them maybe mm -hmm. or, exactly. or maybe it feels like you do right right exactly. the, you know nothing's it's all of the rehearsal and practice culminates in this Ex one. Exactly. Perfection. Perfection. And, you know, another thing that was really interesting about your album is uh, it, le it led me to ask questions. Like, how far really is walking distance? <laughs> I, and I'm, I, you know, I, it sounds like a joke, but I'm dead serious. Like, everyone has a different opinion. So how yes. far is walking distance? Cannot exceed... 20 minutes 25 if it's food <laughs> yeah, this dude can eat this dude can eat I, <laughs> I can appreciate that when you're talking about the nice things you had to give up it was all food cause dude me fucking too dude food food <laughs> Like I would say, food is ninety percent of my budget, and that's including rent. <laughs> that's including having a good like, like everything else in my life that like my bills. Food is still ninety percent of my budget. I don't I got, know how. I got a question. So I reference. I believe you are some sort of bender. Have you mastered food bending? Do you cook? I I I used to cook more. I've been getting lazy with cooking, but I still cook every once in a while. I'll cook some good, uh, some good salmon. Uh, I'll cook. Uh, I love, I love breakfast. Breakfast is my favorite meal of the day, so I usually try to cook breakfast every day. I'm heavy on the like, not. It doesn't always have to be bacon, egg, and cheese, but just some sort of egg and cheese kind of situation. Uh, some avocado usually in there for sure. 
Um, but yeah, I love cooking different type of pastas too. Oh, let me some carbonara. What are your favorite um, recipes from all over the world from your childhood? What, you, you know. Um. So. Some uh, definitely carbonara is like my favorite newest one. Um, I there's this one spot in Fells Point, like by my job, where they have like this really good Cajun salmon, and I I did like my first two times I did like try to do like an Asian glazed salmon. It was mm. all right, but I I tried to do the Cajun salmon recently. That shit was fire. The right type of spice. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, what's one? Uh, what's one ingredient or seasoning that you just cannot live without? Uh, that uh, adobo. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, adobo, and uh, I need me some like some good like uh, like black peppercorn. Yeah, usually too. Like to not, use like, the whole. Not like yeah, like not the not black pepper like. That whole mm-hmm. peppercorn yeah. shit, and you gotta you gotta grind that shit out the shit, you know. Have you ever had Filipino adobo? Yes, I have. Oh. Shout out to Toyo Mansi. I've had his Filipino adobo multiple times, and it's always delicious. And that recipe is that transcends cultures. It is a simple chicken dish, chicken adobo. Use chicken, soy sauce, vinegar, those whole black peppercorns, bay leaves, bay leaves. Yeah. yeah, and garlic. I, I, I use a lot of garlic. Bay leaves, bay leaves, like bay leaves. So oh, like bay the whole leaves. Leaf. Yeah. I thought you were saying like bay leaves, like Irish coffee. I was like, no, what? I mean you could drink it while you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Shit. Yeah. You make it in the morning. Let it simmer for hours. Yeah, I'll tell you some some blasphemous Filipino stuff. I, sometimes I like to make an omelet. Okay. With like a little bit of bacon, but then I use the the vinegar, soy sauce, garlic, and it tastes like adobo omelet, and it's so good. I did it at my house, and my mom got fucking pissed at me. Why? (laughs) Because she said it was un-Filipino. Maybe it was my mom. It was one of my family, one of the Filipino family members. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Man, shout out to food. I love food. (laughs) Me too. We should just, uh, what do you guys think, a whole nother hour on just food alone? Yeah. Nah, What's your nah. favorite? Do you like fast food? I have been trying to be better about eating fast food. I just Only, had my first Wendy's burger the other day. Yeah, Wendy's, Wendy's. I can't do McDonald's anymore. McDonald's, I've I've been off McDonald's for a minute. Burger King, I haven't been to in like probably like a year now, maybe. But Wendy's, I've gone to Wendy's definitely in the past like six months. I've been to Wendy's at least once. Yeah. Uh, I definitely do Chipotle too. Chipotle, Chipotle is probably my most guilty pleasure fast food. Yeah. Chipotle's Chipotle. Good. Lots yeah. of people like Chipotle. Yeah. People that are health, people that are doing Whole30, they like Chipotle. Y'all ever heard mm, of Whole30? Whole30. No, no, it's no, a very restrictive diet. way of eating. They like, don't, yeah. Like ke- ke- is keto? Is that... It's kind of like that. It's not a diet. It's a way of diet. Yeah. I've known some people on the ketamine diet. Me too. <laughs> Would you say K hole thirty? Hilarious. <laughs> you say K hole thirty is that the ke- the ketamine diet? Yeah, that's when you forget your ramen in the microwave and you wake up the next day and it's in there. 
Damn, I re- we really could talk about food for so long, but oh, yeah. it, it looks like we're we're reaching the end of our hour here. Um, mm-hmm. are, is there anything that you wanted to talk about today that we haven't really touched on? No, I mean, I just kind of came here to like shoot the shit with you guys. Hell yeah, dude. You. So, but uh, yeah, go go listen to the album, please. <laughs> and we got four more minutes, so like, what's okay, your favorite okay. conspiracy theory? My favorite conspiracy theory, um, I mean, it's not really conspiracy, but my favorite thing to bring up is that uh, the uh, government in the eighties like definitely like made crack and like gave it to people, and it was like sell this crack, and people like fell for it. That's not a conspiracy theory. They like literally admitted to that. Yeah, shit. they they released yeah. that. <laughs> um, that's dark. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I mean dark, that's not bro. my favorite thing. To, I just like bringing it up to uh, be like, yeah, like this shit is real out here. Like people really don't want certain people to succeed, and like so that never surprises me. You know what's <laughs> super crazy too is like they found a way to get around that with the new opioid crisis to like, oh, yeah. we'll just tell the I pharmacies mean, like the. The pharmaceutical companies to do it this mm-hmm. time instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they they they're doing the same exact thing. Yeah, and trying to make it seem like it's an epidemic, but it's like you really you caused just did this. it, bro. You, you did just it. Did yeah, it. <laughs> like you didn't even like wait like a decade in between. Like you just like kind of was like like. Why are you doing that? Oh, you got back pain. Here's <laughs> yeah, not doing that. That's fucked up, bro. <laughs> So that yeah, that's my favorite conspiracy theory. That's I mean that's like you I mean, know that's like not you really said a conspiracy. It's like, like it's true. It's clear to see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're still people are still seeing the repercussions. Yeah, I mean, man. it's destroyed some of the most like uh, some of what were the most industrious cities in the yeah. country. Um, Baltimore included, like Baltimore high like, up on yeah, the list. Like, yeah, yeah, like ground zero for that shit. Yeah, damn near. It's crazy seeing like streets where you're like, damn, look at all these storefronts, and they're all empty. But you know that like 40 years ago they were filled with business, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and business from a very specific section of the uh, of the community that yeah. people didn't want to have, you know, some mm-hmm. some fucking capital, right? Uh, but you know, it's fucked up. We're not we're not here to politic. We're just like regular artists. Like you know, definitely don't go to your government office and voice these concerns. Definitely, definitely don't consider organizing in intelligent ways that don't mark you as uh, members of society. Yeah. Like definitely don't organize. Right. Or or do or do all of those things. Yeah. No. Don't vote either. Nah, or maybe, work. or maybe do that. I don't know. Who nah, knows? That's too much work. Where no? That's, Who the fuck knows? Man? That's spooky. The world is fine. <laughs> that's too much work. I, I don't. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I agree with you all, all the way up until that point. Why should? Why would I do that when I can just chill at home, be protected and safe, and listen to music on my headphones? Yeah, why dude. should I live here alive? Bro, didn't you hear? Like, Netflix came out with a new documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Just do that. You seen the new uh, season of BoJack Horseman? Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. It was... I cried at the end because it's hard for me to feel feelings in my day-to-day. Yeah. All right. So, I'm saving... I saved my best question for last for you, Daya. Yes. To me, this is like, you know... My body is ready. Encapsulates. (laughs) First, how do you put... How would you put a giraffe in a fridge? How would I put a draft in the fridge? Uh, head first. <laughs> so you're saying you just you just put just it in go, the fridge? Yeah, just, just stuff it in there. Just get it in. Just just use as much force as necessary. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I you mean, I don't. I mean, do you have any any other a better way than that? 
You know, you answered it correctly. It's actually a real life interview question for a work job. And then I get the, the job. The answer is you just put the giraffe in the fridge yeah. because nobody said how big the fridge was. Maybe mm -hmm. it's a giraffe sized fridge. And you said earlier, <laughs> you just do it. Yeah. You and that's how it. exactly. He's a real one. Just got to get it done. I got another one, though. Is a giraffe a horse with a long neck? <laughs> I just thought of that. Um, it's a very, very tall horse, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Little Christ. ass legs, though. How how tall are giraffes? Like, what's the average giraffe height? Yeah, I, I would say they're wait, about wait, 24 wait. feet. So you say 24 feet. How much do you say, Gage? Uh, 30. 30 feet? You're yeah. talking about the tallest species of giraffe. I'm, I'm talking about the average giraffe size. Oh, That's shit. aggregated, like, short giraffes, tall, super tall giraffes. That's fair. Okay. All right. I say 24. 24? You're saying 24? Mm -hmm. All right, I'm saying 18. 18? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go with 11. 11. No, 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 no. no 11? No, you say 24, you say 18, I'll say yeah. 15. We're doing prices right rules? Yes. Okay. Oh, dude, I think I'm going to lose. <laughs> Hell yeah, you are. No, wait, you <laughs> might win. How is the average? I use a lot of, a lot of my measurements come from how far away you can shoot a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> a three-pointer is like 20-something feet, so. All right, so uh, average draft, uh, <laughs> draft, uh, average draft is 15 to 20 feet. 15. Tall. Okay. So damn, okay. we we were all kind of within the spectrum, but mostly me engaged. Yeah. I was a way off. Sorry, Red. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Uh, that's what you get from measuring by by basketball distances. <laughs> um, measure like a real man. I just hold my hands up to something and then I try and carry that measurement to the next thing. You know. Yeah. Smart. That's. I mean, why why even use a ruler? I'm gonna see. And don't if, organize. I want to see if giraffe can even get 24 feet. No, I'm, no they I'm definitely sure. can. I'm tallest, sure, yeah. I mean, tallest if, giraffe definitely is like thirty feet, dude. If Yao Ming and uh, the Yao Ming of giraffes, person, yeah, like <laughs> are, is is a crazy concept. Yeah, <laughs> for real. The Yao oh. Ming of giraffes. I'm way off. The tallest giraffe ever was nineteen feet tall. Really? Huh. Yeah. So twenty five. I'm, I'm I'm a little optimistic. Okay. About Wait, then how the fuck is the average twenty? You said fifteen to twenty. Fifteen to twenty. How the, the fuck is that the average? I guess I guess they just gave me like the full range. Oh, okay. Well, this is this is some bullshit. And interns, <laughs> what you need to know is that Google statistics is a bunch of they a bunch of get, BS. Yeah, they need to get they need to get better at it. <laughs> oh. I'm a consultant for Google now. Oh, okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and we're sponsored by Wendy's. Wendy's nuts. Hit, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn. Damn, what indeed. one last question a lot of uh that's what you said with the last question but continue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> continue i'm i'm still here psych no uh, yeah what's, what's the, yeah so once again where can we find you yes you can find me at dyyo on instagram you can find me on all streaming platforms youtube itunes spotify title google play amazon music all of that shit I paid good money so that it would be on everything. Audio Mac. Uh, SoundCloud. You can buy it and give me money at Bandcamp. Is it on Pornhub? Yours. It's not on Pornhub. That's not a Damn. music streaming platform. But you know what? I'll, I I can see if uh, I, can, I can fix that for you. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm trying to be as accessible as possible. 
I do think Pornhub is going to be the new streaming platform once they kick everyone left of uh Chase Listen, the they got off. like the Joker. You can watch the Joker on that show. I mean, it's like yeah. music porn. Yeah. Yeah, porn for your Shit, ears, that's a good so. lane. I should get my shit licensed to be in porn videos. Um, oh, that'd be dope. I can I have a request. This is an idea that Gage and I have been Will you will you give us a shout out or like an intro because we're trying to collect some intros from multiple guests yeah just, well we might play it in the beginning i yeah. don't know what's gonna do you, happen do you but... have a, a template or like what what do i gotta say what do, what, like do a i radio gotta intro? like hey like, this is... like on the breakfast club hey this is the our bros podcast like, <laughs> like that like... you say hey this is this is dial and you're listening to the art pros all right <clears throat> Hey, this is oh, wait, no. <laughs> no, I like that. <laughs> I don't want to start with hey, it's too aggressive. All right. Mm. All right. Hello. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to What's up, guys? This is the Art Pros podcast. This is Dio speaking and I approve this message. Yeah. Nice. I love that. <laughs> I just winged in. It was off the dome. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, thanks for coming through. I mean, um we've always wanted you on this pod this yeah. has been in our docket nice. since we started you're one of the first people we thought about when we started Damn. almost a year ago wow yeah, nice right? yeah so. but we get it we get the grind yeah man we're in our own grind we mm-hmm. have to be mm-hmm. empathetic towards mm-hmm. other artists and you know and it's really grind. hard to get out there sometimes when you're grinding yourself but you know Take some time. Take some time to see what other people are doing. Like mm-hmm. Dio, mm-hmm. changing changing things up in a very serious way, in a very unique way. I'm trying to. And that's that's the strength of the metaphor. It's alive. Mm-hmm. You got to live to get live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Peace. Peace. Oh, love you. Love you, too. This is a (laughs) this is an interview technique. You got to pause to see if anyone else will say anything off cuff. But I guess we're good now. Love you all. (laughs)